Thank you for joining me for your MMA scoop. This is Ray Zomopadasu. With episode 41, I think this is, of Ray's on my plot of soup. I'm still doing this thing. They can't stop me from doing it, and you mm-hmm. guys keep listening. So I'm going to keep bringing you guys hot guests from MMA Twitter. You already know my shtick. You can catch me on uh, MMA Twitter, at Darce underscore Smokes, spitting all my shenanigans. And I got another hot guest for you guys tonight. He's another friend of mine. He's at Long John J O N eight five nine on Twitter, and he's an MMA fan, avid MMA fan. He's a purveyor of bullshit. What's up, Long John? What's going on, man? Hey, bro. We just out here trying to make a dollar, right? For real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, what what's going on in your world, Long John? So, what part of the country are you in? All right, uh, I'm from Kentucky. I don't mm-hmm. think I sound too much like a like a Billy, but uh, <laughs> you know that's it's just Middle America bullshit, pretty much, man. I feel you. No, I understand, man. I mean, I'm in Kansas, so I mm. can understand that that Midwestern. Well, would you be Midwestern or you're South? They would consider yeah, I, that I constantly. South. I constantly am stuck on that because I have people tell me one thing, but then like. I guess it's just a hemisphere thing, like, depending on how you look at it, if you're looking at it just as America, I would say probably more southeast, but then people tell me that technically we're more mid, like, I, I don't know. Right. I right. failed that shit. <laughs> well, you know, man, I mean, I, uh, like, I understand the struggles of being from the Midwest, but it also has its pros. Uh, one of the pros is probably in Kentucky, they don't have much of that coronavirus. Well, you know, you would think that, man, but I'll be damned if... I, I didn't like just a week ago with all of this shit going on. The the first case we got is from my hometown. Oh, whoa. So, yeah. So that that was something else. And well, uh, wow. then they got transferred up here to to where I'm living now in the big city. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's you. I, that's what I always think when I think about Kentucky, where I think about where I am in Kentucky. Uh, we're always seem to be safe from most major disasters, like most crazy shit. But I'll be damned if it didn't just come knocking on our door. Yeah, that's the same for Kansas City, man. You know, we've uh, had our first death just yesterday from the coronavirus. And so it's hitting pretty close to home as far as KC is concerned. A lot of uh, the local colleges, University of Kansas, Kansas State, they both have canceled classes. It's getting pretty real, man. And uh, it's starting to affect our entertainment world as well, because a lot of our MMA fans probably listening now already know that coronavirus is making it so that fans will not be allowed into the arena. How do you feel about this, Long John? Man, you know, I got to be honest, I got kind of mixed feelings, but honestly, I'm not I'm not leaning super negative on the no fans aspect. I think I mean, a lot of, you know, some people said that, you know, a lot of fighters thrive off that pressure. I think some fighters might even perform better without that pressure of performing in front of thousands of people. Um, yeah. I don't know for sure if that's the case, but that's just something that, like, I'm trying to look at the positives of it for the most part. No, absolutely. Um, and I think it, it's going to take away a little bit of the, well, a lot of the hometown advantage for these Brazilian fighters. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Brazil is notoriously known to be one of the more hostile places to fight. Yeah, to say to say it lightly, they they have been known to chant a couple of things at people. For sure, for sure. So due to the coronavirus, like I said, 
There won't be any fans in the building. Uh, we still don't know what's going on with UFC uh, 249, the Khabib Ferguson fight. It's supposed to go down in New York, but New York just put out a state of emergency saying that they're not allowing any gatherings of more than 500 people, which is wild. Yeah, man, it's it couldn't happen in a worse time, you know. And I said this earlier on Twitter. Not that a lot of people pay attention to the bullshit I put out on Twitter, but <laughs> I said it's it's so on brand for how weird the buildup of Khabib and Tony has been. It's so on brand for it to be a, a weird situation, like for it to be an empty arena. Of course it is. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they only allowed, you know, dogs in the arena. Like, that's how weird it is. Yeah. Like, that's how weird it, like, it, it wouldn't surprise me that I kind of stumbled over my words a little bit there. But, yeah. It's good. Yeah, no, they, uh, they it, it seems that this fight is cursed. And I know that, at least I like to think that Dana White and the UFC staff are going to do whatever they can to make this fight still happen it's just regardless of what it is especially if they have to fight in no arena or Mm. or not in no arena but with no fans in the arena then there's always going to be like this asterisk next to it right and then i mean i think it is a different arena than originally planned if i'm not mistaken yeah yeah it is well they 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 haven't said yet what's going on Uh, they moved a few of the cards around I uh, believe they moved the UFC Portland card to oh, wait, the Apex Arena, but they haven't said anything yet about the Khabib Ferguson fight. So right, and that's my bad. I was I was for some reason I was just thinking of the Brazilian. No, it's fine. Well, it, that actually is something that I think about a lot. I think that the UFC this is a great time for them to really analyze their business model. Why mm. do they still travel across the world, renting venues, and, and rain- when and yeah, and they can host, they could just build a location, maybe two or three of them, like the Apex Center, and mm-hmm. host the fights there. And the people will come. Do you agree? I, yeah, I mean, I actually, I, I've never even really thought about it like that, but they do, you know, I can 100% agree on that. They do kind of just unnecessarily go to random places. I mean, they have some places, I can't remember, where was uh, Ponsonibio's last fight? I mean, it's been a while, but. Wasn't it somewhere in Argentina? It was somewhere, and I'm gonna probably get shit on for not knowing the place or whatever. But it's just—it was so random, and I think it was at a random time, if I'm not mistaken, as well. And it's like that was—I mean, I guess it's cool for the people that go to that show, but it just doesn't—I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, it just kind of seems a little played out to me. Um, and it was—it was Buenos Aires, Argentina, ah. and if I'm not mistaken, uh, I remember the crowd being really kind of lackluster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're always going to have these hit or miss things when they're going to all these places. But if they can hunker down on, you know, what are their more popular place? Of course, Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and like what it. are their more popular, uh, markets then why not? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, now that they've got the Madison square garden, I mean, you have Vegas, I mean, obviously uh, you have places in Canada, GSP was selling out like mad. None of the names are coming to me right now but they're they should i think probably yeah just centralize certain areas absolutely well uh you know we only got 20 minutes on this thing and we already spent most of it or (laughs) seven (laughs) minutes talking about coronavirus so we'll quickly go through the card that we got for you guys tomorrow uh we'll do some quick picks for the ufc brazil cards first fight of the night is veronica macedo versus bia 
Maliki, Maliki, Maliki. Whoa, I don't know. Bay Maliki. I, I don't know. Oh, uh, whatever. She look <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah, well, I can't really. I mean, a little tiny thumbnail. Yeah. Thinking Veronica might be more more of my alley, but yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know either one of these girls all that much. Is And I know I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to come off like a real casual here. Veronica isn't the one who beat up that, that thug that try to rob her, is she? Um, I actually think that might be her. I, that's what I was thinking, but I'm not 100% sure. I, if anything, I think she might be on the card. I'm yeah, no, it, sure. it's very possible, that, but that is the lady. I know Bia Maleki was on the uh, Ultimate Fighter, and uh, she she looks all right, but she just doesn't have much power. So right. I'm going to go with Veronica. Yeah. To I think the experience... I mean, obviously it's three and O for for Bay or however you pronounce it. And Veronica, while she has three losses, she has six wins as well. Mm-hmm. That experience, I would have to imagine. But then again, I am speaking out of ignorance there. Yeah, I uh, would say hometown advantage, but you know, no fans, so right. whatever. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and skip around a little bit. Myra Bueno Silva is fighting Myrna Moraz. That's a tongue twister. Mm. What do you think about that fight? Myra's four, five and zero oh versus Marna's uh, nine and three. I know Mar- Moraz is UFC tested. You know she is someone who's been in the cage a few times, and mm. she's looked good the few times that she's uh, been in there. You know, so uh, she got the decision victory over Sabina Mazzo in her last fight. Uh, she had a tough decision loss against uh, Angela Hill and Carla Esparza. But before that, you know, she was looking like she was really going to be beating some chicks. You know, Joanne Calderwood, she's got that W, um, and a few other things. So, I I didn't realize she had a win over JoJo there. Yeah, yeah. uh, Well, you know what? uh, I was going to go with uh, Silva here, but like I said, I don't really know either one of them that much. But knowing that she has a win over Calderwood and that she's went up against somebody – as uh, savvy as Angela Hill and and as far as a former champ, I I'm gonna go with her. I'm gonna go with Morose. I'm I agree. I'm going with uh, Morose as well. We'll go ahead and keep it pushing. Bantamweights, Ronnie Yaha versus Enrique Barzola. This uh, fight oh, should be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I I haven't seen him in a while. I mean, maybe it's just me not paying attention, but I feel like it's been a while since I've seen him. No, yeah, you're right. I, you know, favoritism here is, is gonna is gonna lead me towards uh, Yaya, I think. Oh yeah, no, Ronnie Yaya is the man. Uh, I think that it's really hard for me to bet against him. Uh, but Barzola is also that kind of a guy. He's uh, a never give up, tough, fundamentally sound, all around kind of guy. And uh, but I think that Ronnie Yaha is gonna have a little bit too much uh, grappling savvy for Barzola. Yeah. I definitely see kind of a kind of a one-sided. Maybe the first round's a little close. Maybe a one-sided from there. Uh, probably go to a decision. Maybe maybe a third round late stoppage. But I'm going leaning more towards a decision for Yaya. Yep. Uh, we'll go ahead and keep it pushing. Uh, Elizu Zaleski dos Santos is uh, getting back in there. He's someone that's uh, all the hardcore fans are really really hype on because uh, you, you can tell that he's got a lot of power. He's got the Capoeira background. It's really flashy. 
Um, and, you know, he's got the skills to put out anyone. Curtis Melinder, someone he's beaten. Mm. Uh, he did drop a loss to Lee Jing Lang, but that's, you know, no no tough or no easy oh. opponent. Oh, Jang Lang, Jang Lang. Yeah, Jang Lang, Jang Lang. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, and I, what was his last fight? Was that, uh, that was Burns, right? Uh, I believe his last fight, that was... Let me check. No, that was uh, the Curtis Melinder. He got a submission oh. in that fight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Um, He's fighting uh, Alexei Kunchenko. Who, uh, you uh, know, I love anybody with the, the last name Dos Santos because I'm a big JDS fan. Um, but for some reason, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards Alexei there. Yeah, Alexei is a former uh, M1 Global Welterweight Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so this is going to be his first fight in the octagon. So a Muay Thai guy versus a Capoeira guy. We'll see what happens. I'm going with Dos Santos. Yeah, I mean, the, with the Capoeira thing, it's like everybody loves a flashy guy until he pulls a Michelle, uh, <laughs> you know, Pereira. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was gassed out. Yeah, and I, I didn't personally have an issue. I still love the guy. I, I, matter of fact, when he was beating the brakes off of Diego Sanchez, where before he started the match, I even put it out there. I was like, I hope he backflips all the way down to the ring just to piss people off. Because I, I, I like his style. I like, I mean, he brought it every, yeah, he kind of got embarrassed by the, you know, smaller hometown guy. But I, I like that, you know, that fan-pleasing style. Yep, I get it. Uh, Amanda Rebus, Marcus, or Randa Marcos. Who you got in that one? Uh, I like I like Marcos a lot, but Rebus is a beast, and for some reason I just see that being a one sided kind of beatdown. So, I, I, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I could. I hear. hope I'm wrong because I really I'm a fan of Randa Marcos, but yeah, I, I see that uh, Amanda Rebus should take that fight. Uh, we'll go ahead and speed through the next few. Uh, Juicier Formiga versus Brandon Moreno, flyweights. Now, Br- Brandon, he went to a different organization for a little while, yeah? Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, Brandon Moreno, he's kind of bounced around a little bit. If I'm not mistaken, he was in the uh, LFC. Uh, so, yeah, he's... Uh, and I didn't hear anything from him for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's got a couple of solid wins under his belt, but... Okay. He's got a pretty solid opponent in front of him in Formiga. Who you uh, picking yeah. in that one? Uh, you know, for, Formiga's a beast. Um, for some reason, I'm leaning towards Brandon. I'm, I'm leaning towards, uh, what's his nickname, the Baby Assassin, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I like Brandon Moreno, too, in that, that one. I'm going with that. Main card, we'll go ahead and keep it pushing. Francisco Trinaldo is fighting John McDessie. This fight is a pick em, in my opinion. Yeah, it I'm is. Going with, uh, I'm going to go ahead and ride with uh, McDessie for the decision. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to go the opposite way. I'm going to go with the decision, but I think Trinaldo. I think he, he has enough uh, – he's savvy enough on the ground to, to kind of eke out that decision. Yeah, no, that is – I mean, again, oh, that fight, flip a coin. You know, yep. whatever it lands on, that's your guy. <laughs> so, uh, oh, hype. Johnny Walker, yeah. Nikita Krylov. What do you think? Are you ready and, for some more hype, or is it just over? I'm, you know, I, I'm still on, I'm still on the on the train now. I not necessarily think that he'll be a world beater at any point in time, but I still like Walker. I like his personality. Um, he's flashy, obviously, you know, knockout artist. I, I just like that style. Nick Krylov has always impressed me as well. I remember True. he was in heavyweight, 
and he came down and, and was kind of wrecking shop for a little bit there. Um, I think it's a good fight, and I think there's probably a good chance that, that Krylov gets a finish, maybe a, like a TKO on the ground, but the fan in me is, is going to go for Walker by a spectacular something. Same. No, that's exa- the, my <laughs> head and heart is saying Nikita Krylov by a submission. Yeah. Uh, but the fan in me wants to see a flashy Johnny Walker KO in the first round. Uh, I want to see him do that worm that broke his arm. Jeez. I hope he doesn't do a spinner Rooney and <laughs> hip or something, you know? All right. We'll keep it pushing. Uh, lightweight, lightweights. Hanato Muikano versus Demir Hadzovic. 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 Maybe. This is Hanato Muikano's uh, lightweight debut. What do you oh, think shit. about this fight? I honestly I didn't know that he was going up. I think this, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't think I am, this is his first fight since the zombie loss, correct? It is, it is. He took yeah. a string of losses, uh, unfortunately, and uh, he's trying to get back in there in the lightweight division. Yeah, I remember uh, when uh, Aldo beat him with that. Uh, the body just, shot. Well, it was the well that was um, the body shot was Jeremy Stevens. Oh, okay. But but. Uh, you know, Aldo kind of lit him up from from belly button all the way to the head. And I remember I, my girlfriend was sleeping on the couch, and I actually like jumped up screaming because Aldo's one of my all time favorites. Nice. But yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at this Demir guy, and he has a he has some well, yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I'm, going, <laughs> I'm going Hanato. Uh, I think he'll be a little bit better. I think he'll be a little bit quicker at lightweight. Uh, I'm going Hanato. Nice. Yeah, I'm riding with Hanato, too. We'll see what happens. Uh, we got a few minutes left, so we'll run through the co-main and main event. Damian Maya versus Gilbert Burns, every jiu-jitsu practitioner's Ooh. wet dream. What do you think about that fight? Man, that's a that's a good one, man. Um, I didn't realize, uh, I guess I should have, with Gilbert coming up from lightweight. I don't know how long he's been up at, at, at Welter. It's been a mm-hmm. little while, I guess. I didn't realize that, that Maya was, was quite a bit bigger than him, but... Yeah. For some reason, I just see, you know, Damian Maya at some point has got to look his age, and he'll he'll forever be that, you know, that that clamp who could just get something, and if he gets it, it's over. But I think Gilbert, being he's a savvy grappler too, I don't see him. He says he sees himself submitting Maya. I don't see it. Yeah, no way. But I think he's a. I think he can stay more active, and kind of pepper Damian. And I think he's good enough to stay out of a lot of those bad positions. And I'm gonna go. Uh, burns by decision oh good good i'm picking damian maya by decision but uh that is again a pick. we don't know what's gonna happen until they right. step in there so my heart goes with damian mock is yeah uh, i'm a huge fan pretty big uh pretty pumped for that fight but we got the main event left kevin lee versus charles Oliveira. kevin lee missed weight didn't Damn look it. like he was even gonna make the scales for a little bit there but yeah. uh he he went ahead and got it in what do you think about that fight versus charles dubronx Oliveira? Man, uh, that's another one where I think my my heart and my brain, or my gut and my my brain, or whatever you want to say, is is gonna go in opposite directions. I feel like Kevin Lee, yeah, he he missed weight, and I mean, knowing Kevin Lee, he probably has staff or something crazy, just because that's just his luck. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's, you know, he he's a well, I know he's a monster, and I think he's probably gonna get a, you know, probably get a TKO in maybe the third round. But yeah. I'm pulling for Oliveira. I love the Bronx. I, uh, his stand-up is getting really, really good. 
Um, I think he's coming into his own. I wish he wouldn't have taken the damage that he took when he was, you know, just coming up. You know, the KO losses to Swanson and everybody. Um, I'm pulling for Oliveira by submission, thinking maybe Kevin might gas out as he yeah. tends to do in the later rounds, and maybe he catches a guillotine coming in or something fancy. But I'm gonna go with Kevin Lee TKO in the third. All right. Well, that's there. You have it. From the boy Long John. Hey, man, we've already done our 20 minutes. Stuff goes by real fast, don't it? Real quick, man. We could go another 40. (laughs) Yeah, that's what everybody says. (laughs) Is there anything you desperately needed to say to the people before we get out of here? Uh, You know, everybody just, just quit arguing over bullshit, man. Just be cool to one another. I love it. That's a positive message for the people. Thanks for joining me tonight, dog. It's been real. I appreciate you having me.